When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Christy Anigal, and you're listening to Jay Scott on the Hook Rocks, the ultimate rock community podcast. Days of old With a man a man And the women a souls Unwilling sacrifice I'll fuck you for a price They kill them young So they never get old They lock the doors And pull down the shades After the dark They are always afraid But I go Everybody, what's going on? It is Jay Scott. This is the Hook Rocks, the Ultimate Rock Community Podcast. Welcome back. Welcome to the 200th episode of the Hook Rocks Podcast. It's been a journey. It's been fun. It's been a blast. I've learned a lot about myself. I've learned a lot about new music along the way, different perspectives on what's going on in terms of relevancy and rock and roll and what's happening and, and just... Not only has this been fun for me, but it's also been an education with the guests that I've had on, the information that I've learned, learned about artists, learned about what people are into. I've met some great people along the way here, and gosh, I just want to thank all of you for listening and tuning in and choosing the Hook Rocks uh, you know, to spend your evenings, days, and afternoons listening to music commentary and interviews. Two people I want to point out and single out that have meant a lot to me during these months and during this time and doing this show. And the first one is Christian Eagle, who is, I'm sure, listening to this episode. She is great. She's wonderful. She is the best kept secret on podcast as, as a guest. She has so much information. She does so much research. She is an ultimate pro she is legendary status, and any podcaster that's listening that wants to have someone who is really tuned in on what's going on on the back end of rock and roll, the business side, what happens behind the scenes, and what's relevant and important 
to the genre and to artists and bands, she is second to none. There's no one better. So I like to thank her. She's been a great sounding board for me. She is um, a wonderful person to chat with and talk to, and I cannot wait to record more episodes. There's so much more to do with her and the topics that are really affecting music right now. And then uh, my second single out, or my second shout out, is if, if you want to call it that, is the guest today, Mr. Chris Corradetti, who is inspiring and motivation to listen to new music. He is the master of spreadsheets. And I have to tell you, when I tried doing spreadsheets, it was actually a relief. He's on to something there, folks. And I told you. <laughs> it is amazing. So he's been a great, you know, confidant, a friend here, uh, you know, to talk music with and, you know, also bounce things off to be a soundboard. There is no one that I know in the Twitter world. And I'm saying, and when I say I know that I have this type of relationship with, with like I have with Chris, that is more enthusiastic about new music than he is. And that's why he does these episodes with me when we rank new albums quarterly and we do our year-end show too as well and i just like to thank him and i like to thank christy so thanks guys i appreciate it no man thank you but this has been a hell of a lot of fun i mean i should be thanking you uh as a result of this i've gotten a bunch of uh people to follow uh and learned about new bands and um Honestly, this is this is a lot of fun. So I should be the one thanking you. Well, I appreciate that. And man. congratulations, man! Two hundred episodes. Two hundred episodes. That's absolute man. insanity. It's it awesome. Is, it is. I, I never thought I'd get to this point again. This is all a hobby. You know, there is. You know, I enjoy doing this. I enjoy, you know, interacting with people and you know being surprised by getting picked up by Pantheon Podcast and. You know, that was never my goal or what I got into this for. I got into this because my son was getting older and he was becoming more independent like a young man should, a young teenager should. And the choice was get a girlfriend or start a hobby. And I chose to start a hobby. And this was the hobby to talk rock music because I've always enjoyed doing it. And it's taken on a life of its own. And I've always said... That I am a very small slice of a small slice of a pie. So I, I thank everybody for tuning in and doing this. And, you know, hey, here's to the next 200. Absolutely. Well, we'd like to get into this. This is our, gosh, I, I want to say this has been really surprising because when we started doing these last year, I didn't realize how much of a life it would take on, like a life of its own that it would take on. And I get messages over, you know, as we started to close down the first quarter of this year, I started to get DMs. I started getting people posting on my Twitter feed and on you know social media. Are you going to do the episodes? I, I always listen to, to, to try to get new rock music. And that's awesome. I really do appreciate that. And that is, you know, for for us to be a, a show that exposes people to new rock music in this format, the way we do it, I, I am uh, I am very appreciative that you that people think of us as that source to go to. So thank you. We're just two guys talking about music that we love and music that we've enjoyed over the last three months. Although Chris has difficulty following rules, and we'll get to that soon enough. Um, 
Were you talking to my mom before this episode? Uh, you know what? I, I don't know how you're going to make anything of yourself if you don't start following directions. You know, like how do you how, how do you put together things at your house? I mean, that that's you know, I don't know, I don't know. There's a lot of like like things. there's always stuff sitting on the floor when I'm done. Yes, yes. Screws, <laughs> shelves, yeah. But uh, nonetheless, you know, I hope everybody's staying safe, staying healthy. I know numbers are ticking up there across the country. Um, that's kind of a downer because we were kind of trending upward for a while and getting some good news. Hopefully the amount of vaccines that are given helps curb what, uh, what many are predicting is a fourth surge. I want to say, I hope that doesn't happen because we're so close to, I don't want to say getting out of it, but so close to kind of being able to manage it. And what I'm afraid is that if this continues, We'll be right back where we started, and uh, I hope that doesn't happen because I know live music is a lot of is very important to my listeners, myself, and people that come on the show, whether it's bands, artists, or contributors. So let's keep our fingers crossed that this is just a temporary hiccup, and that we can continue to flatten the numbers and get back to some normalcy. Well said. All right, folks, this is our quarterly top albums of 2021 January through March and I just kind of want to lay the groundwork here kind of kind of lay the landscape and let everybody know what this is about who have maybe not listened before they we are not critics we are not telling you what's bad what's good we're telling you what we enjoyed over the last three months if an album doesn't make our top 10 that doesn't mean we think it's bad okay it's just because 2021 is just a sea of new music and it's just ongoing and it's coming at you whether you want it or not. It's difficult to to narrow this down to 10 albums over a three-month period this year. Last year was difficult. This year was painful because yeah. there are so many great albums and there's so many great contributions to rock music in the first three months it is a shame that we couldn't rank all of them and, and say how great all of them are because as a guest said to me off the record during a show or after a show that I did late last year, everyone is swinging for the fences, and that is so true. There are no truer words that have been spoken about the music industry, rock music right now because every album I pick up and listen to is phenomenal. So. Yep. I don't want anybody to think that I don't like something or, you know, it's not the case. It's just there's so much, there's so much new music, there's so much new bands, there's so many new bands, I should say. So please don't take this as we're critiquing things. We're just telling you what we enjoy. And like last year, at the end of the year, some of the albums that made our top 10, we didn't even have ranked or we had ranked lower than what we had them at the end of the year. So a lot of it's about timing and a lot of it may end up at the end of the year episode. Right. And, and as with both of us, uh, there were some albums that we never had ranked that well, I think for both of us showed up in the top 10. So yeah. timing is everything. Yeah. I mean, it's just, uh, it just is what it is. And I'm going to be really curious because I, I don't know if we've ever said this before. But Jay and I don't exchange our lists. But as we've done this over the last year plus two years, 
every, it seems like every time, we, every quarter we do this, we always have like one or two or three that are similar. We may have that this time, but it wouldn't surprise me if we only had like maybe one. There's so much good stuff out there. There is. There is. I, I guarantee you that we may have a couple that will be similar, but um, it's going to be interesting to see what we pick. We also have something new, yeah. a kind of a new wrinkle to what we've done yeah, this, in the past. And awesome. we've included some of our followers to put their top 10 list up. And I, I thought it was great. We had a great exchange through direct message on Twitter. All of us were involved. All of us were chatting away, and it was great. It was so positive. It was awesome. And we are definitely going to expand this into the second quarter. So if you're listening, and maybe you weren't, you weren't included, you w- you probably will be in the second quarter as well as the same people who did this one. So it was a nice nice uh, addition to our list and how we do it. Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> I, well, I, that's always the case, right? You know? All right. Well, hey, let's get started. Without further ado, let's begin yep. the Hook Rocks Top 10 first quarter of 2021. And I'm going to kick it off. I'm going to start first here. My number 10 is D. Wolf, the album Wolfpack, banned from the Netherlands, that really combines some interesting elements on this album. It combines soul, R&B, southern rock, and the blues. It's a really interesting combination, and it really works well. Um, love the album. Love the record. Um, I was exposed to this by my son, the Youth Rocks. For those that you don't know, you can follow him at the Youth Rocks. He has great taste and always you know, sending me new stuff to listen to and new stuff to check out. And one of the bands that he sent me was this, Wolfpack by DeWolf. And just a phenomenal band. So check that out if you get a chance. That's my number 10. I love bands that use an organ and use it well. And these guys do it. It's awesome. Yeah, love it. Love it. It's got, you know, it's got a little bit of a deep purple-esque because of that organ in it. So it's really interesting how they yeah. tie all the influences together. Yeah. It's got like, a, like a, this AM gold kind of radio sound to it. Yeah. Like a little element that I, I really kind of dig. Yeah, now it's a good pick. All right, what do you got? Um, my number 10 is uh, a debut album from an artist new to me. Um, I found it on Spotify. Uh, an artist by the name of Bones Owens. The self-titled album. Um, don't let the album cover fool you. This is a simple, good old-fashioned rock and roll album. Uh, the cover of him with a with a cowboy hat on. It's not country at all. It's kind of it's got a little dab of soul, a little bit of blues, some, some garage, uh, garage rock, some classic rock sound. It's a it's a really good you know road trip driving album. Um, really enjoyable. Uh, if you guys are looking to check something out, um, the first two or three songs are great. Lightning Strikes, Good Day, White Lines. Um, really enjoyed the album. Fun to listen to. Laid back, good at rock and roll. What was the name? Bones Owens? Yep. <laughs> I am not B-O- familiar with that. Yeah. B-O-N-E-S-O-W-E-N-S. Yep. Uh, and I I was unaware of him until at some point in, in January. It popped up on one of my release radars and 
the album came out in February, and I, it's one of those where you kind of listen to it and you go, okay, oh, wait a minute, this is really catchy. This is growing on me, and it just goes from there. Uh, enough to edge out a lot of other albums that I would have thought from my top ten, but well going. You made it. <laughs> nice. i got to check that out. I have not listened to that, so that's interesting. So thank you for that. Like to, what do you got for nine? Yeah, well, before we get to number nine, let's go to one of our contributors, and that is Skylab, who is a great follower. He's from the Chicago area. We will probably hook up at some point at a show. I know he takes his kids to concerts. I do mine as well. And uh, you can follow him at Skylab Tapes. Um, just a really great dude, great guy, really knows his stuff when it comes to music. He's really all over the map which is great because I'm kind of similar, except he gets more into the proggy stuff, which I don't. Yep, yep. Um, but he's got his list here. So I'll start from 10 and work our way down to number one. Number 10 is the new album from Evanescence, The Bitter Truth. Number nine is the smith Cotson album, which I'm sure we'll talk about more. Number eight is Inglorious, We Will Ride. Number seven, The Dust Coda, Mojo Skyline. Number six, Evergrey, Escape of the Phoenix. I'm not familiar with that, so i got to check that out. Epica, the album Omega. i got to check that out. Sewn, I think that I'm pronouncing that right. Sewn or Sewn, and the album is Imperial. Number three is Wet, Retransmission. Number two is Stephen Wilson, The Future Bites. And his number one for the first quarter in 2021 is is Transatlantic, The Absolute Universe. So there's some stuff on there that I need to check out that I haven't, I'm not really familiar with. So that's Skylab at Skylab Tapes. That's his top 10 list. And his number one is perfect with your with your description of he's more into the prog side of things than you are. <laughs> and that, that list pretty, shows it pretty well. Yeah, yeah, totally, absolutely. So he's, uh, you know, like I said, he he's all over the map, but he does fall on that proggy side. Um but really good dude, really good follow, so check him out if you get a chance. All right. Where are we at, number nine? Yeah, what do you have for nine? Well, the no- number nine um, is an album that was supposed to be released last year. And because of COVID, it got put on pause, and we finally were able to hear it. Um, it's a band that goes through a lot of changes um, from album to album. It's one of the things that... I have difficulty with and it's not you know anything against them but I like a band that I can kind of settle in with the members and know what to expect and they always have great musicians in their band but they do have a high turnover rate for whatever reason that is and when I interviewed Dean Castronova um, he called it I think it was a collective so people come in and out of the band and I don't know how I feel about that but Nevertheless, they make some kick-ass music when they do. Um, This is the first album featuring singer and bass player Glenn Hughes, who I've had the pleasure of interviewing. I think I've actually interviewed every single one of the members of the band, except David Lowey, who's, the I think, the founder of the band. But I've interviewed Doug Aldrich, Glenn Hughes, Dean Castronova. I think Dean Castronova has been replaced by Tommy Chilados, um, I think he was with Heaven and Hell at one point or something like that. I forget what band he was with prior, but Dean had to leave because of uh, back issues. 
and he couldn't really get on the tour because he's got some medical issues that he's doing. He's got some stuff coming out too once he gets better, once his health improves, and I'm looking forward to that. But the album is Holy Ground, um, just a great album. What really stands out to me on this album is, of course, Glenn Hughes is awesome, but Doug Aldrich's tone on the guitar on this album is fucking unreal. It is just, I mean, it, when I when I, I, I kept... When I was ranking these albums, I kept pushing this off my list. Yet, I kept I'm like, I, I, I got to have that album back on my top. It's got to be in my top ten. For Doug Aldrich's tone alone, it's got to be in my top ten. So it's a great album. Um, you know, Glenn is a great fit to the band. Dean sounds awesome. Doug sounds awesome. The band sounds great. The album is Holy Ground, and it's by the Dead Daisies. A good pick. A really good pick. Well, thank you, Might sir. show up later. <laughs> um, so my number nine, uh, you know what? Before we go any further, I should tell people that I, I, I don't know if this is cheating. It is. So it's known it as we're going through, as we're going through the list, just so everyone knows, I did not include any of the albums that were released on March 26th in my top 10. So no new black spiders, no best code, no Evanescence, Greenleaf, LA baby, Smith, Cotton, unknown refuge. And God knows what else was released last week. Yeah. It wasn't enough time and too much good yeah. music for me to kind of compress it all in. Yeah. So yeah. with that said, yeah, need me to hate everyone. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, well, you I know, <laughs> to most people, to most people, when they say the third quarter, it's the full month of January, the full month of February, in the full month of March. To Chris, it only goes the full month of January, the full month of February, until March 25th, apparently. So I have I to remember that rule. for a Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, it is cheating, you know. But, hey, you know, it is what it is. That's his decision. We have to live by it. But I don't understand what the fuck he was thinking, but whatever. <laughs> so with that <laughs> My number nine um, is the EP intra from Scam that Terry Taylor turned me on to last year. She turned me on to them, I think, when Green Eyes came out. Um, I love every single track on this EP. Green Eyes, Wake Up, One Track Mind, How Many Times Fight the Fire, On the Run. It's, um, you know, it's got really dark lyrics. You know, it's clearly an album where I take it as dark lyrics and I take it as an album about struggles. But it's um it's a ripping EP. It's got your 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 riffs and hooks and drums and um it's a great way to spend twenty five minutes, you know. <laughs> it, it, it I highly recommend it. Great sound from from uh from a UK trio. No, it is a great EP, um, the scam album again, Terry turned me on to them. Uh, and she's a great file. We'll get to her list here shortly too, as well. But this woman in the UK, Terry just puts together these playlists that are epic, yeah. legendary playlists that are just, you know, are just phenomenal. So we'll get to her list and we'll mention where you can follow her at, but she's a great source for new music, but yeah, man, the scam EP is a great, EP. Um, I think the reason, well, I'll, I'll kind of 
you know, say it now. The reason why it didn't make my top 10 is because it was an EP. And I know we were including EPs, but because there's right. so much quality music out there, yeah, I had to just stick with the LPs for the most part. But that, that was my reasoning. But it's a phenomenal yeah. kick-ass EP. It totally is. It's one of those, like, kind of like you were just saying with um, the Dead Daisies. I, I made my list and I kept looking at it and I'm like, well, how is this only at nine? I've listened to this a lot. How is this only at nine? And then I look at everything above it and I'm like, well, I'm not moving that down. I'm not moving that down. I'm not moving that down. <laughs> so. All right. So that wraps up our 10 and nine choices. And let's get to another contributor here. That's Rob in the hood. He is another rule breaker where he only included five albums when it was certainly called for 10, but we won't give him any grief because Rob's a good dude. He's been on the show a couple times. You can follow him at the recidivist. I think I'm pronouncing that right. That's like one of the words I just have complete difficulty. Recidivists and the R E C I D I V I S T S. Good foul. Always uh, has some interesting mail calls with new albums going on, but uh, great taste in music. Again, he's, kind of all over the place too he gets into the heavier side of it uh the proggy side too as well but uh, always a good source for for new stuff and a good follow too as well his top five starting at number five is the bitter truth it's second time that's been on someone's top list the bitter truth by evanescence smith cotton makes another list their uh their their album here their debut album which Richie has said they look forward to recording more, so hopefully keep our fingers crossed that that does happen. The third pick is Foreshadowing, Desert of Talking Shadows. This is a band that my son also turned me on, and it was nice to see Rob also include them too because it is a really good album. Very Soundgarden-type music, very uh, very cool band. Um, yep, yep. Number two, The Holy of Hollies, and that's by Apple. Appaloosa. Appaloosa. I'm not familiar with that, so I have to check that out. And then his number one, which I just mentioned, is Holy Ground by the Dead Daisies. So good solid list and, there. And for we Rob. should say Yeah, and we should say for Rob that Rob only picked five because he he picked five out of the stuff he had purchased. So he kind of added a little addendum to his list to keep it at five. Everybody's adding addendums. You're adding addendums. <laughs> Rob's adding, adding addendums. <laughs> Shit. Maybe I should add an addendum. So, no, it's all good. I mean, he um, he has a good list. He's a, He's got a good ear. Um, like I said, he, yeah. he's yeah. been on the show twice. The last episode we did, I think, was around Christmas. We did top live albums. So yeah, when, good. yeah, when you get a chance to kind of scroll back into the archives of the Hook Rocks, right around December, mid December to end December, you can check that episode out. It's a really good one. All right, folks, on to number eight, and you can tell by the tone of my voice that this is a this is a chore. Not because we're doing it's just because every time I list another album, I realize, I remember, I should say, relive the pain of these choices because like right. I said, everything is so good. But now my number eight is in glorious. We will ride, which uh, is just an awesome kick-ass rock and roll album. It's got a sick guitar tone on it. Just incredible uh, arrangements, great hooks, great melodies. Nathan James does a fantastic job 
You know, one of the things that my son said about this album, he says, man, the songs are written so well, like the lyrics and everything. So as a young kid, he really picked up on it. He's, he's getting a good ear for his age. Um, but yeah, Inglorious, an awesome, awesome record. Uh, I can't say enough about it. You know, check out the song Messiah, Medusa, uh, Eye of the Storm, which is probably my favorite on the album. It's got a great, great uh, melody and hook to it, but love it. It's on Frontier Records. Check out We Will Ride by Inglorious. Good album. I love the He Will Provide. Yes, uh, that's another that good was one. my favorite song off the album. Yeah. Yep. So, what oh, got? so my number eight, huh? So this is, uh, this is, this is not in my typical wheelhouse. Uh, this is an album that Turbo recommended. Um, I don't know if it's rock. I don't care. It's awesome. Um, it's the album I Told You So by the Delvin Lamar Organ Trio. Yes, organ. It's, it's feel-good music. It makes me smile. Um, I, I know I've said this before. I don't usually make notes for when we do this. I have the CDs and my list, and then we go. But I, I, I wrote down the notes on Bandcamp about this because I really don't know much about them, and it was so awesome that I want to repeat it to everyone. This is how they describe themselves. A booty-shaped blend of 1960s soul jazz, slinky New Orleans funk, vintage instrumental soul, and a splash of acid rock guitar. I mean, come on. It's, it's so cool. I, I, I can't adequately describe it other than if you put this on, your toes are going to start tapping. You're going to have a smile on your face. You're going to have a great time. It's the perfect patio album when we get through all this shit and you have people come over for barbecue chicken and burgers and dogs throw this on you'll have a blast i will definitely check this out uh you you have me intrigued i think this is like the second (laughs) album now that you've that i have not heard so that you've picked so that's interesting this is why another another great reason why i love doing this because as we did in the in the direct message exchange with all the people that were contributing into this episode, yep. it was so cool to see everyone else's picks and stuff that you didn't yeah. remember or didn't know about, and you started to listen to them. So, yeah, um, that's totally cool. I got to check that out once this episode is over. It's a lot of fun. I don't think anyone who who goes in to listen to it would listen to it and be like, "Well, that's terrible." It's a lot. It may not be your thing, but you'll like it. You know, it, it's it's good. I hope everyone checks it out. All right. Before we move on to number seven, we have the woman I just talked about. You can follow her at TAT2630, Terry Taylor. She, like I said, has the most epic playlist of like four days long. You know, you could you could like drive cross country <laughs> and just put her playlist on and you can go from Los Angeles all the way up to Maine Bar Harbor, Maine, and you could never change the station. You can never like change anything. You just put her podcast or her playlist in and just enjoy. It's filled with great tunes, great music. And again, she is a phenomenal, phenomenal resource for new music. I can't say enough. I get a lot of my stuff she's from her. her. She's yeah. yeah, she's got her pulse on a lot of great things. Yeah. Good ear on that one. All right. So let's go into number ten. 
for her is Gallagher's Green, Lucky 13, band I do not know. I need to check them out. Um, so I'm, uh, I'm excited by that. Unknown Refugee is number nine from The Darkness, which is a kick-ass album. Angeline with the album We Were Raised on Radio. The Dust Coda, Mojo Skyline. I think that's the second time that that's appeared on someone's list. Smith Cotson again yep. at number six. Scam at number five. It's an EP that Chris just mentioned. Raven Breed, another EP, which is called Echoes, which I need to devote more time to. I did not get enough, I did not have enough time to listen to Raven Breed, right. but that's something I do definitely check out. She also listed Those Damn Crows, Point of No Return. Now, this was an album that was released in 2020, but they reissued it with an ultimate edition. And I think bands that have released albums or did release albums in 2020 with all of the new music, all the great new music coming out, it is or almost that you have to do this. You have to release, re-release these albums in some sort of fashion to be able to tour on it and keep your keep your name and your music in front of people. I think it's just imperative that they do that. I, you know, bands like Those Damn Crows or Massive Wagons or whomever. You know, you you can name a list of albums that came out last year. I just had a, uh, um, I just had a conversation with a singer from a band in Sweden whose album came out in 2020, and she stated that they are releasing a super edition or a special edition with different versions and a new song or two. So it's got to happen, you know, for these bands that put a lot of work who released great albums in 2020, like those damn crows point of no return. It uh, is something that is a necessity for those bands. So they don't get lost in the shuffle here. Number two for her is Mason Hill against the wall. And number one, now, I just mentioned, Inglorious, We Will Ride. So, great list, Terry. Expect nothing short of a great list, but, uh, you know, she's also a great follow. So, give her give her a follow on Twitter and check out her playlist. They're phenomenal. All right. Moving down to my number seven. This was a late addition to my list, and I'm so thankful that Ooh. I was able to listen to it, able to check it out. Another recommendation from my son, The Youth Rocks, and that is Hunted by Elephants. Um, fantastic, fantastic album that I was just so surprised about. When I, when I put play on, you know, in my car and I was listening to it, um, in my car, I did not know what to expect, but I got to tell you, holy shit, this album is a jam. (laughs) I mean, holy cow. Um, so check it out. It is definitely, um, kind of an unknown album right now. I don't know if a lot of people in the States know of this, um, but I know out in the UK, they're starting to build some momentum. The album is called Carry On. It's called Hunted by Elephants. It's got everything you want. Funk, soul, bluesy rock. It's it's just, it's got it all, man. Just a great band, a great listen. Um, my number seven, Carry On, Hunted by Elephants. I figured this was going to make your list when I woke up in the morning and saw that I had a DM from you that all said was, holy shit, this album is awesome. <laughs> totally. <laughs> all right, well, there's one of the 10. <laughs> all 
I gotta stop doing that. I gotta stop giving away my lists. <laughs> um so my number seven is um a a Danish band out of Copenhagen. It's their fourth album. It's the first album that I have heard from them, which I love because that gives me a back catalog to go check out. But it's the album four from Shotgun Revolution. Okay. Um, again, they, they were new bands to me. Um, and honestly, I was surprised when I found out that they were called Shotgun Revolution and they were from Copenhagen. That just screamed like an American band name, right? <laughs> Uh, but it's, I think of it as like a slightly edgier, darker version of like the Blackstone Cherry, Ultra Bridge, Tremonti, but equally as melodic as all those bands. Um, it really, the back half of this album really kind of hooked me. The first couple songs are, have a quicker pace to it, but it really settles in and, and it really gets me. I think my two favorites were Claustrophobia and Cold Light. Uh, so if you like those bands, if you, if you like Black Sun Cherry, Tremont, The Alter Bridge, um, and you're unfamiliar with this band like I was, uh, definitely give it a shot. It's, it's a really great album. Interesting. I got to check that out. I have not listened to that album again. I think that's now your third album I have not checked out. So <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I, I looked I looked something up about them just to, to get an idea of who they were. And I kept they, they kept being called post-grunge. And I'll be honest with you. I don't know what that means. I don't know what post grunge means unless it's just a, a date moniker, but I'm not that smart. So maybe it's as simple as it's a date moniker, but either way, shotgun revolution, the album is four. It's a lot of fun. Uh, you know, again, it's a little dark, like some of these others, but I, I, I'm kind of expecting that from a lot of albums of 2021. <laughs> well, that's another album for me to check out. So I'm excited. Um, on to our next contributor, uh, former guest of the show, great guest of the show. It's Kaz A from the Heavy Rock Show at ELR Rocks on Twitter. Kaz is really knowledgeable about the scene out there, really um, does a great job on her show that plays predominantly new music every Friday night, yep. I believe. Um, but yep. just a, a great guest. Uh, look forward to having her on again in the future. Her top 10, Chevelle. Neratius, I think I'm pronouncing that right. Neratius, I think it is. Um, I don't know how it's pronounced. Yeah, but I know I know what it stands for. I just don't know how to pronounce it. What, is it, what does it stand for? <laughs> it's uh, uh, nothing is real, and this is a simulation. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, number nine is Raven Breed again. Echoes that was on Terry's list. Falling Numbers, who I have not checked out. The Elder EP. Not a remake of the Kiss album of 1981. I'm sure. I'm almost positive that it's not. <laughs> Smile, Empty Soul, Soft Songs for the Quarantine Mind. Hmm, that sounds interesting. I have not checked that out. I'm looking at her list before I go on. There's a lot that I haven't checked out. So she um, she has uh, got an interesting list. Weekend Picnic yeah. is number six, their self-titled album. Order Again, Final Days. Um, Soen, I think that was on Skylab's list, Imperial. Yep, yep. Soen or Soen? I, I, I hope I'm pronouncing it right. 12 Years Today in Times of Madness. Um, That's a really good EP. Yeah, That's okay. Really good. Yep. Unknown Refugee, which I think was on Terry's list too as well, from The Darkness. And her number one, Architects, For Those Who Wish to Exist. 
Um, so yeah, so I definitely have a lot of homework with her list to do. So thank you for that. I I checked them out. Yeah. I checked them out after your episode with her. Uh, that's a good band. That's a good album. You talking about the architects? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I got to check them out. So again, I love this. This is why I love doing this stuff. So, uh, well, this is what was so awesome and frustrating too, was when everyone was sharing their list, like you and I, I've been talking for months like holy crap there's a lot of music out there there's not enough time of the day and every phrase that reiterates that you know we're listening to all of this music and then we start getting everyone's list and we're like what is that what is that what is that what is that never heard of that I haven't listened to that I haven't listened <laughs> it, was, it was hilarious and frustrating at the same time no it's great you know I think the I think we accomplished so many things with that direct message feed or direct message chain where you know, everyone's getting exposed to different things and in, in new music. Yep. And then all of a sudden, you know, people are checking out different things. I know there was albums on there that I started listening to, like Hunted for Elephants or Hunted by Elephants that I would not have listened to prior to this, this direct message chain. So it was really cool to kind of get to know everyone's personality and taste in music by their top 10. So that, that was awesome. Um, no, it was. It was very cool. All right. Well, good job, Kaz. I got a lot of stuff to do. Kaz, you're the only one right now who has not picked the Smith Cotton. So, unfortunately, even though your Ooh. list is interesting, you cannot be part of the club. So, you're out. I got your back, Kaz, because because of my stipulations. Neither have I. Yeah, you're you're, you're addendum, <laughs> as you call it. <laughs> yes, my Kaz and I. I got your back, Kaz. My addendum. Fancy word for has, I can't handle the pressure. So, <laughs> all right. My number six is I was surprised by this album, not because I didn't expect it was going to be good. I I knew it was going to be good, but I didn't realize it was phenomenal. And I have, I can't stop listening to this album. Um, I will say in my opinion, out of the 10 that I've selected, this album sounds the best sonically with the mix and everything. It sounds just incredible. You really feel yeah. the room um, when you when you hear it. And I was able to interview him about a month ago, a little over a month ago, and just kind of talked me through what they went through. This is a new band for him, and it is Damon Johnson. That's an awesome album. Yeah. Isn't it? I mean, it is... I, I knew it was... It was going to be good because I've always liked his stuff, but man, holy shit. I mean, this is like sonically, first of all, I just want to say sonically listening to it. It is like just perfect on the ears. It is phenomenal. But then when you kind of deep dive and you start to like listen to the lyrics and hear the hooks and hear the melodies, it really is. Um, it, it's just, it's just phenomenal. The full name of the, of the album is Battle Lessons. And the band is Damon Johnson and the Get Ready. So check that out. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. That's one of those, not to spoil it, but just missed my list. One of those where you look at it and you're like, how did I leave this off? I listened to this how much? How did I leave this off? <laughs> um, okay, so number six for me is... Um, a band out of Germany, they're out of Berlin. New band to me. They've got two other albums out. Um, 
and it's the band Wedge and their album Like No Tomorrow. Again, this is uh, another one where I don't know much about them or didn't know much about them. So I wanted to write their um, little band camp write up and read it because it's so great. It's garage rock turns progressive while psychedelic guitar lines are chirping over hard rocking riffs and they use a Hammond organ and cowbell. Come on. How are you not going to listen to that? <laughs> it's a real kind of like vintage, early 70s sound. So if you're into uh, Uriah Heat, Humble Pie, Deep Purple, definitely Deep Purple because they use a lot of organ on this. Uh, it's great. It's, it's got really, really good lyrics. Deep lyrics. Um, my two favorites are the first track, Computer, and the last one, Speed of Light, but that's a nine-minute epic, but lyrically, it, it knocks it out of the park. Uh, but this is also, as we've been talking about, the album that I ordered it the first time I heard it, in the second week of January, or third week of January, I ordered it that day, and I still don't have it. <laughs> so yeah. I'm, I'm, a little, I'm a little annoyed by that. So well, I, I, I wish too. that yeah. I could get it soon so I can at least put it in the car and get a lot more listens. But go for a ride. Um, fun. Yeah. yeah, go for a ride. This is this is fun. This is another there there's no dark side to this album. This is just a fun album. Put it in the car, go for a ride, listen to the organ, listen to the guitars. Um, I think you would really like this album. Yeah, I gotta check it out. I know you've mentioned this to me before, so I've got to listen to it. You've you um yeah, I don't think we've had we haven't had one album match up yet. No, so that's we have cool. not. Yeah, that's interesting because usually we have at least one by now, right? Right, right. We usually do, and again, that's what I'm saying. I, I, it wouldn't surprise me if we have like one or two, and that's it because there's so much out. <laughs> and again, not to bring up your lazy excuse for not listening to the albums released last Friday, but one has to True. wonder. If we would have had more on the list, had you followed the rules, correct. So again, correct. Yes. Ah, Jesus. Anyway, so let's oh, Christie's list. <laughs> yeah. So let's go on to Christie's list. Christie first wanted to include singles, which I don't know where she read that or how she came about that, but her first list had like four albums and six singles. I'm like, wait a minute, where did you see you know singles yeah. in? And you can't really say anything because you didn't follow directions either. But nope, I'm know. not saying a word. Yes, yes. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like. How did you hear? Anyway, but she did put together a list, and it's a good one. Uh, Christine good Eagle one. again. Um, I mentioned her at the beginning of the show. Just a phenomenal contributor to the Hook Rocks. You can follow her at Christy and Eagle. Christy K R I S T I and Eagle E N I G L. Check her out. Check out the episodes that I've done with her. I just reposted the first one that I did with her back in the fall of 2019 on the demise of rock radio. So really interesting listen on that. But she, like I said, always brings it. And she brought it with this list here. Uh, Her top 10 is Goat Girl on all fours. Interesting. Um, Black Honey, written and directed. The Architects. For those that wish to exist, similar to Kaz. Kaz had hurt yep. number one. Number seven, Black Pistol Fire, Look Alive. Number six, Dead Daisies, Holy Ground. Number five, Chevelle, near a 
Tias. That's the third time I think that's been on the list. Number four, Mason Hill against the wall. Number three, the Dust Coda, Mojo Skyline. Number two, the Pretty Reckless, Death by Rock and Roll. And number one, the Smith Cotson album. Great list, Christy. That's a great list. That's a great list. Yeah. Awesome. So let's get into my number five. And you mentioned the, uh, what was it, the organ music that you had? Um, mm-hmm. That was like your fun album? Um, yes. The Delvin Lamar Organ Trio, the fun album. Yes. My fun album is, gosh, I, I was sent this from the record company's publicist to check out. And... Chris Preston has been huge on this from the beginning. Uh, Chris Preston at, at uh, My Rock and Roll Heaven. And that is Chez Kane and her album, her self-titled album. Just a wonderfully fun album. And if you're into, I'll, I'll just say it, it's got a, a, a huge 80s tone. It's got sweeping hooks, big melodies. It's got gigantic Harmonies. It's just it's it is like a journey album, a survival survivor album. It is like a Pat Benatar album. It's got everything that you know and love from eighties A and R rock and uh, or AOR rock, I should say. It is a just awesome, incredible album, and it's fun. You can't help but have a smile on your face when you're listening to it. You know, I mean. I'd really like to pick her brain on the album, and hopefully I'll have her as a guest here sooner or later. But just a great album. Go check it out. Ches Kane, Ches Kane and her self-titled, her self-titled album. That's getting, that's been pretty well received. Because every time I jump on Twitter, there are a lot of people talking about it. Yeah, it's great. It is fantastic. I, I didn't have any expectations going into it, um, but... Uh, just loved it. Loved every moment of it. So my number five. Um, I don't know what to say about this album. So I, I'm probably not going to say much. Um, came out in February. I'm kind of surprised it's not my number one. Um, but it's it's Death by Rock and Roll by The Pretty Reckless. I, I don't know that I can say anything that everyone hasn't said. And by everyone, I mean everyone it's fabulous and it's beautiful and it's deep and it's great. Uh, the first three songs are loaded, right? Like that's by rock and roll. Um, only love can save me. And so it went with Tom Morello. But for me, the last three songs on the album, turning gold, rock and roll, heaven, Harley, darling, are where it's at. Those three top of the line. I, I still don't know how I don't have this at number one. It's somehow settled at five. Uh, and I feel a little guilty, but that's where it is. It's a phenomenal album. I, I can't say anything that hasn't already been said. It is a great album. And uh, we may be talking more about that as we continue this episode. <laughs> I'll just say that. But, feeling. <laughs> no, it's a fan- fantastic record. And I've got a lot to say about it. And I'll just, uh, you know, hold on to that, you know, before, uh, or when, wait till I, I make this election, but yes, it is on my list. I think that's the first one, right? Uh, yeah. As far as you know, as far as we know, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So 
Fossil Man, the man from Texas. He's awesome. Yes. <laughs> He's a good you, guy. You can follow him at Patchy Arizodia. I'll spell it because I don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> um, and it's at P-A-C-H-Y-R-H-I-Z-O-D-U-S. Uh, look him up, Fossil Man, on your Twitter search. I'm sure you'll find him that way. He has a great T-shirt collection, rock T-shirt collection. Um, just a, a great yeah. dude, a, a great dude who loves new music. Um, yeah, just he goes uh, to a lot of shows. Goes to a lot, a ton of shows. Um, yeah, yeah, just a, just an excellent dude, um, and, and I'm just glad he contributed to this. So uh, let's get into his list here. Where are we at? Number ten is "Ignite the Fire" by the Fallout. Mm-hmm. Or I'm sorry. The band is Ignite the Fire, and the album is The Fallout. Right. Number nine is the L.A. Maybe, Dirty Damn Tricks. Number eight is Those Damn Crows, Point of No Return, the special edition. Number seven, Thunder, All the Right Noises, which I haven't checked out yet, and I really got to do that because I like Thunder. Number six, Alice yep. Cooper, Detroit Stories. Number five, The Dust Coda, Mojo Skyline. Number four, Blackjack Mountain, Holding Time. Number three, Sergeant Album. <laughs> I, I got to check that out too. Sergeant Steel, Truck Tales. Number two, The Pretty Reckless, Death by Rock and Roll. And number one, the album I just mentioned, Ches Kane, the 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 self titled album. So, a lot of cool picks there for from him. A lot of stuff I got to check out. I got to check out Ignite the Fire, and then Sergeant Steel. Sergeant Steel. Yeah. Yeah. I got to check out too as well. So that's a really good list, Fossil Man. That's a really Solid yeah, list. solid list from him. And uh, yeah, so looking to check that out too as well. So, all right, let's go into my number four. And man, I mean, this is an album that I listened to the first time and I was like, yeah, you know, that's pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. <laughs> and then I started listening to it again. And every time I listened to it, it just got better and better, and it really connected with me. I love it. It uh, is just, it's just, I can't say enough about it. And it's number four, but it very well could be number one in a different year or a different time per frame because it's that strong of an album. But it's Mason Hill, and the album is Against the Wall. Um, like I said, it this really is an can, awesome album. It really is. It really is. Like I said, you know, the first time I listened to it, I was like, ah, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty good. And then the more I kept listening to it, I'm like, damn, this is an incredible record. So great job to those guys, Mason Hill band and, uh, the album against the wall, man, just a fantastic record. That's a good pick. That's a really good pick. Really, really good pick. You like that uh, uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Larry David thing in there too? Yep. Pretty, right. pretty good. <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty good. Um, so my number four, we don't have to spend too much time on it because it's a duplicate. Uh, it, it's one that you mentioned. Um, and, and, and it's Holy Ground from the Dead Daisies. Um, good pick, Rob. Good pick, you. I have it at number four. Um, no disrespect intended to Jack Robbie, but this is the best Dead Daisies album yet. I love Glenn Hughes. This album is just phenomenal. Um, 
much like you when you first put it on and, and you were blown away about Doug Aldridge's tone, I, not surprisingly, was blown away by Glenn Hughes' vocals. Um, that second song, like no other baseline, and unspoken, where I think Glenn really shines, are just awesome tracks. But I'm a cover guy. I love cover songs. I, I like it when people try to do it straight up, and I like it when they do their own thing. Their cover of 30 Days in the Hole is phenomenal. Phenomenal. It, it's my favorite song on the album, but it's a cover, so, you know, that'd be there. But uh, it's an awesome album. I, I, I'm willing to bet that most people who listen to this podcast probably have heard it, but in, in the event that you haven't, Rob and Jay and I are not wrong with this one. It's awesome. Yeah, I did not know what to expect with the change from John Karabi um, to Glenn Hughes, and I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, I hold those Karabi albums in high regard. I've yep. seen them live yeah. with Karabi, um, so I, you know, I've always I love that version of the Dead Daisies. I love Glenn Hughes. One of the things that really impressed me when I interviewed him was how he still maintains his voice, and he says basically because he stays in the moment. He doesn't overthink anything. He just stays present to where he's at. And when the note has to be hit, he hits it. Um, so it's a very just interesting perspective that he has. But my favorite song on the album is Chosen and Justified. I just love that, yep. that, that song. Just incredible tune. Again, Aldrich's tone. Everybody sounds awesome on it. Dean sounds great on it. Glenn sounds great. The band sounds phenomenal. Just, yeah, a great, great album. All right, let's... Move it down to Chris Preston at My Rock and Roll Heaven. You can follow Chris at Rock These Tweets. Um, great, great guy. He's been on the show a couple times. We just did the Van Halen. He's one. a really good guest. Yeah, yeah, he is, man. He is. He's great. We did the Van Halen one, Appetite for Destruction comparison. Yep. And uh, that got great. Uh, a great response from everybody. So thanks everybody. You know, thank you for, for listening to that. To those who did. And if you haven't checked it out yet, go check it out. He's, uh, like I said, a great guest. He's got a great list. Um, he's our friend from north of the border, which means he's in Canada. So the land of hockey. Even uh, even though you know Chris is a hockey fan, he likes the Canucks, so he doesn't count. Um, <laughs> I will go through his list. This Chris, this Chris, not that Chris. Yeah, yeah, not Chris Preston. The Chris that is on the show is a Canuck fan, and against my better judgment. He is the co-host of these shows, even though, <laughs> even though I shake my head whenever we talk about the Canucks. So go Blackhawks. <laughs> um, anyway, so his list is number ten: Inglorious, We Will Rise, Sunstorm, Afterlife, Wet, Retransmission. So I think that's the second time Wet's been uh, been yeah. mentioned down here. Skylab had it. Yeah, and it's, and I, yeah, Skylab had it, and then also Inglorious has been mentioned a couple of times yep. too as well. Uh, Dead Daisies, Holy Ground, uh, Thunder, All the Right Noises. i got to check that album out. Kings of Leon, When You See Yourself. I have not been able to listen to that, so i got to check that out too as well. Uh, the Pretty Reckless, Death by Rock and Roll. Foo Fighters, Medicine at Midnight. Number two, Alice Cooper, Detroit Stories. And her number one is the same as Fossil Man's, and that's Ches Kane's self-titled album. So a lot of love for that album, and deservingly so. Yeah, it's a good list, Chris. My number three, the Dust Coda, Mojo Skyline. 
this album, I've liked the Dust Coda, and I've always kind of thought them as, yeah, they're pretty good. They're a good band. And when you see a band go to the next level with their musicianship and their songwriting and their production, it's really cool, especially as you've kind of seen them grow into that from their albums and their music prior to this. Mojo Skyline is absolutely fantastic. Um, I was pleasantly surprised by it. I knew I was going to like it because I like the Dust Coda. But again, um, just just a wonderful produced album, just a wonderfully done, really taking the next step as artists, as a band. Um, and I can't say enough about it. The songs that really kind of connected with me was Dream All Right, which I thought was just fantastic, and Bourbon Pouring, which I just love. Bourbon Pouring is the fantastic song. If you have a chance to check this record out, I know it's been mentioned a few times here already by our contributors here, our guest contributors. Do it. You will not You will not regret it. It's a fantastic album, so um, enjoy the Dust Coda Mojo Skyline. Unfortunately, Chris is unable to really talk about it because he <laughs> decided to exclude albums released on March 26th, but that's his loss. But go a check lot it out. of albums. Yeah, it's a lot of albums I can't talk about. <laughs> yes. Do you have any frame of reference? What do you think of the? Al- I don't know. I haven't listened to it yet. It was just you know. I, haven't. Uh, I, I will say I, I haven't. I, I did. I listened to it once, but I also listened to their. They did a, a, a live stream on YouTube. I think it was last Friday. The sound was terrible, but the songs were good. It was one of those where you're like, God, I wish this were better. I could turn it up a little. I could hear my mic problems, everything. But yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to um, to diving into this amongst all the other six albums that came out last week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it, it is. I mean, um, they last Friday was just like, let's just release the Kraken and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I had to use that. I had to use that reference at, at some point in one of our shows. So I'm glad I got the opportunity. But it was, there you go. it was, um, it was just like a fun Friday. Like everything, like decided to come out. Every band decided to release an album last Friday. So it was awesome. But yeah, check out the Dust Coda, Mojo Skyline. So my number three, and and I should say going into my top three. I mean, this this makes sense, but. These are the three albums that I've listened to the most, with, without it, I, including my four. You know, uh, the Dead Daisies and these next three are the, the albums that I listen to the most without doubt. So they, they make sense. It was just finding the right order. But my number three is a band that uh, has been around for a while. I've owned a few of their albums, um, but none of them have stuck with me like this one. Uh, and it's the Chevelle album. Um, I'm not going to say the word, but nothing is real, and this is a simulation. Um, Chevelle is kind of like ACBC in the sense of this album's really similar to a lot of their other ones in, in sound, but it's completely different at the same time. Um, but this one connected with me with each listen, you know, um, and it, it was one of those where I can't tell with each. Each time I listen to, there's not a single bad track, uh, by the way. But I can't tell these songs because I've vacillate back and forth. Are these hopeful songs, or are these like more mournful songs? It, it, it's really it's interesting. But the um, the opening track is an instrumental, and it's kind of coolly 
Tool-ish, but it goes right into So Long Mother Earth Song 2, and then later on is um, Test Test Enough, and that rolled into my other favorite song, Endlessly, and um, it's it's just, it's deep, it's good, and it somehow affected me like no other Chevelle album. It, it, it really works, and uh, I was happy to see that Christy and, and Kaz also had it on their list when, when we were exchanging stuff um it's it, it's really good it's got a it's got a particular sound you know there's there's not much bass on this album but uh it's really good yeah i have to check it out i have not i have i, I haven't really missed listened to much chevelle um so i need to revisit that band it's a band that maybe didn't connect with me you know years ago and i maybe i don't right. think i picked up anything right. since then so i need to need to check them out and revisit that that's a solid pick, though, man. All Ooh, right. We get Turbo's list now, right? Yeah, we go with Turbo. Turbo has got a, an interesting list. You can follow him at Turbo Kaye. That's T U R B O K Y A from Tennessee, from the backwoods of Tennessee, mountains, smoky mountains, and whiskey. We got Turbo Kaye. And. Uh, <laughs> Let's start with his list. So, Holy Monitor, Southern Lights, number 10. Number 9 is Star Crazy, Played for Suckers. Number 8 is Electric Mother 2. Electric Mother 2, that's the name of the album. D. Wolf, Wolf Pack. Hey, hey, there's uh, <laughs> there's one of mine. All right. Number 6, Kamatsu, Rose of Jericho. Number 5, Space Caravan. Self-titled album. That's awesome. Number That's four, Kickin' right Valentina, The Revenge of Rock. Number three, Planet Cruiser, Riders of the Edge. Number two, Hound, I Know My Enemies. And number one, which just came out last Friday. So look at him. He yeah. was able to get it done. <laughs> he, was, he was able to get it done. And it came out, and it's his number one album. Chris, it's his number one album, and it just came out last Friday. You completely shunned everything that came out on Friday, and your quarter only lasted, you know, eighty-five percent of the month of March. So right. I'm gonna at the end of this episode, I'm just gonna sit in the corner with a dust cap on. <laughs> Seriously, you're such a disappointment. <laughs> but Greenleaf, I mean, Greenleaf I'm is really an awesome. Yeah, yeah, I mean. Yeah. I've listened to it. It's a great album. I know Rock Savages were all over it too. The Rock Savages pod, um, they were posting about this last week. It's a fantastic album. Love everything about it. Um, you may, you may hear them on the hook. Rocks coming up pretty soon. So um, hold on tight for that. But yeah, great list from Turbo Kaye from the backwoods of Tennessee, drinking whiskey and hunting grizzly bears. Um, so yeah. Thank you for contributing, Mr. Turbo. All right. My number I two. know your final two. I just don't know your order. <laughs> Everyone knows your final two. We just don't know the order. <laughs> My number two is an album that I had been anticipating for a long time. I knew through, I heard through the grapevine that these two friends, these two great guitar players were recording an album during a vacation that they went uh, with their wives. Um, it was 
pretty much held secret. They started recording this shortly thereafter. Richie Kotzen released his 50 for 50 epic album. And the album is Smith Kotzen. It's the self-titled album. I just received it on Friday. I had heard the album. I have had it for like at least a month. So I've been kind of digesting it. So in that, um, you know, if we're going by that, it's kind of unfair because some people may not have had the chance to listen to it. But those that have listened to it, unlike my co-host, have just can't say enough about it. And it is a great album. Paul, I mean, Adrian Smith really impresses me with his singing. It's very reminiscent of Paul Rogers. And Richie Kotzen, although he gets compared to Chris Cornell a lot, he does have a little bit of David Coverdale in him. So it's kind of like a mix between Bad Company and the Coverdale Hughes era of Deep Purple. It's really interesting. It's really awesome. The guitar playing is, you can imagine, is just awesome on this on this album. So I recommend this album. It it, it um, it's not my number one, and I know that that'll surprise a lot of people because I'm a huge Richie Cotton fan. I'm also a huge Iron Maiden fan, but uh, it does end up at number two. I, I don't have my Smith Cotton CD. In front of me, it's it's sitting in one of my cars waiting to listen to tomorrow morning. But I did listen to it last week, um, and so I don't know the song. But song three, Adrian Smith sings on. I, I can't think of the name of it. It's phenomenal. I, I really can't wait to dive. More I think that's scars. That scars is I think the scars. Third yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah look at yeah, me. Look at me. The album came song. out on Friday. I already know the track listing. Anyway. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You've had that for a month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Okay. Uh, no, that's. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it, it really is. It really is a great album. Um, I, yeah, it, I, I mean, I, I was anticipating it. I knew it was going to be great. I had no idea how this was going to sound just because Richie's got more of an R&B influence, um, and he's also a shredder, and Adrian's got a got a blues influence that maybe you don't always appreciate because he's in Maiden, but uh, just a great album. I highly recommend it to anyone who's listening. And and that shows up in a lot of these. Yes, other other people's lists. I mean, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven other lists. So I mean, that alone. Yeah, <laughs> that alone. Uh, shows you how good that is. That alone shows me how good that is. How I can't wait to get in the car and drive to the gym tomorrow morning and listen to it. You might have to drive around the gym a couple times just to get the full album. Right. So. <laughs> Screw the gym. We're just going to drive in circles for an hour. <laughs> All um, right. Let's get into Anastella. Number two. You can follow her. Well, I got to do number two. Oh, it's right. It's right. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Because I'm really excited about this one. I'm legitimately excited, like borderline crush on this one. Um, the band out of Australia. Uh, I came across them last year due to a, a YouTube al- algorithm. I was listening to Alice in Chains and I listened to a bunch of songs and suddenly this band and their new song, that their single that they released, um, Dying in Sunshine popped up. And then I had to wait until a couple of weeks ago to get the new album. And it's Cicada Stone. The album is Cold Chamber. And they are an unapologetically grunge rock band. That's where they grew up. That's what they want to play. God damn it. They do it really, really good. 
They're, um, it's a dark, moody album. I take it as about self-doubt and kind of discovery, but it's heavy on the grunge wrist, and it's got this heavy, melodic, almost brooding kind of matching vocals. So if you're into uh, Alice in Chains and Mad Season and Temple of the Dog and that kind of sound, that's how it appeals to me. You should check this out. They have a previous album out. Um, but I'm not kidding. This, this album came out March 19th, so a week before my self-imposed deadline. And I'm not lying. I, I've, I've listened to this album at least 20 times. I can't stop listening to this album. It is that good. So if you're into that kind of music, if you're into that early, mid, late 90s grunge sound, these guys are it. Not that Nirvana sound, but the good stuff. These guys have it. Check it out. I do. I do have to check that out. So I've heard. I've heard other people talk about it too, as well. So um, I will definitely. You, you've got a good good list. A lot of stuff for me to check out. So I'm thankful for that. You know, I mean, even though you you do have your shortcomings, um, <laughs> and you don't follow your rules or don't follow rules, I will say you do always come. Up with I, I don't follow. Lists. I don't follow your rules. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get into Anastella. Um, great rock yeah. journalist over in the UK across the pond. You can follow her at Anastella Rocks. I highly suggest you do. She does a great job exposing new rock bands, new rock acts in the UK. She's in the trenches. She really does uh, get into it with the bands and, and great interviews and great shows. She's got a lot of things that she's trying to do and plan out. But uh, just a great guest. She's been on that show twice. Love having her on and um, look forward to the next time. So let's get to her list here. Yeah. And her, her, real quick, her, she does those awesome interviews, you know, and they're short and quick and great. They're like, you know, 10, 12, 15 minutes. You know, you can, you can sit there and, and, and listen to it while you're doing something. It's awesome. You, you know, and she's great. She's, she's really great. Yeah, she is. She's awesome. So give her a foul at Anastella Rocks. So her list is Black Tree Vultures 3, the EP, Unknown Refugee, which has been mentioned a couple times from the darkness, Skinny Knowledge, Don't Turn Out the Lights. I'm not familiar with that. i got to check that out. The LA Maybe, Dirty Damn Tricks. I think that's the second time that's been listed. Phenomenal record by the boys in, Cal- in uh, North Carolina. Had... Uh, them on the new music spotlight and Dallas Dwight was the great guest Inglorious, or no I'm sorry Kinstrife, Fools and Monsters yep. gotta check that, I'm not familiar with that either Inglorious, We Will Ride The Dust Coda Mojo Skyline, Scam The Intra EP, Mason Hill Against the Wall and number one The Pretty Reckless, Death by Rock and Roll Great list, great list Dan That's a great list Your Skinny Knowledge almost made my list That's a really good album I have, to check really that out. I have to check that out. Definitely, your son turned me on to that one. Did he? He's got, yeah. He's, yep. he's got a. He's got a. He's got it going for him. He's gonna. He's gonna be all right. He's gonna be. Uh, <laughs> he's got a lot of potential. Got a lot of potential. <laughs> so um, we'll get to his list shortly. But before we get into our number ones, we're gonna do our just mists and our if. The legacy artists. I don't know if you have a lot of legacy artists on here. I think you maybe have one or two, but um, the ones that just missed my list is Ricky Warwick. Uh, his album was just absolutely phenomenal. I had him on the show 
uh, a few weeks ago. And another great guest, um, great album, very, uh, you know, rockabilly, bluesy, straightforward rock and roll. Um, love the album. It just barely missed my list. And it's called When Life Was Hard and Fast. So check that out. Great album. Uh, the other one was the LA Maybe, Dirty Damn Tricks. Fantastic record. Um, I oh my, Again, another one that just missed my list too as well. Just another great new band. Check them out. Well, I think what people have the misconception about them, uh, and for those that listening who have heard their first two tracks and hear the LA, or I'm sorry, hear the ACDC comparison, there's definitely that comparison there and those first two songs. But the rest of the album is has the ACDC element, but also fuses so many other different influences. So don't think that it's an ACDC clone because it really isn't. They they bring a lot to the table, a really good band. Um, hope nothing for the best for those guys. The, uh, the next album for me that just missed is the new album by Lucero, um, a band that uh, I love. I've seen countless times live. Um, the album is When You Found Me. They did a little different. The first time they've ever used a, th- a synthesizer on their album. So that was really cool, something different from them. Foo Fighters, we've talked about. Unknown Refugees. Um, Scam, the EP. The Blue Stones, Hidden Gems, is a great album. Really love that. Um, Desert of Talking Shadows was another one that um, just missed. And then Greenleaf, the new album that was released this Friday that we just talked about here a few minutes ago. Yeah. So that, I mean, that's a, that's a worthy list in its own. I know, right? <laughs> That's, that's nuts. Um, so some of the ones that just missed my list uh, was one we talked about earlier, made your list, the Damon Johnson album. Um, then there was Skinny Knowledge on Anne's list. Uh, your son introduced me to them. Uh, and then there was an ET that Turbo turned me on to, uh, Monstroid. It's a desert stoner band out of South Africa. Really kind of struck a chord with me. Uh, that was awesome um and then the, the legitimate last four out for me were mason hill the black spiders ep death proof desert of the talking shadows and then um someone kind of like bones owens in a sense but it was the christopher shane album 10 high so lots of uh lots of good stuff so without giving away my number one, um, if we were to take out the legacy artists here, which in my, on my list would be Smith Cotson, Damon Johnson, and the Dead Daisies. Even though the Dead Daisies are still within the deck last decade, so they can be considered a new band, all the members right. are all legacy players and musicians. So if you took those three out, and you just put new rock music, and I define new rock music as 2010 and beyond. My last three of the top 10, so my eight through 10 would be at number eight, the LA Maybe, Dirty Damn Tricks. Unknown Refugee would be my number nine, and my number 10 would be the Scam EP. Yeah. That's a, <laughs> your alternate list is pretty damn good. <laughs> I would say, yeah. What about you? I mean, if you took out... What I mean? What were your legacy artists? I can I, I know the Dead Daisies. I, 
Dead Daisies and Chevelle, and then Pretty Reckless and Shotgun Revolution both came out in like 2010 ish. So they're kind of on the cusp of, yeah, they could be in, they could right. be out. But uh, so if, if, if we kicked them out, just for the sake of the argument, my, you know, seven or my seven, eight, nine, ten would be Mason Hill against the wall, like Spiders, the Death Proof EP. I know they've got a new album that came out last week. I haven't heard it yet, but this would be the EP. Uh, number nine was Desert of the Cosmic Shadows Foreshadowing, and, and number 10 would be Christopher Shane, Ten High. Awesome. Another, you know, it would be a great yeah. list even with those. So, yeah. And here's the right. thing, too, as we experienced last year. Some of these albums that didn't make our top 10, the more we listen to them, they could very well end up in our top 10 at the end of the year or top 20 at the end of the year. So um, it's going to be interesting how, with so much music coming out, how we're able to still digest the stuff that has already come out because things are so fast moving right now. There's stuff coming out every Friday and not just one or two albums, like a half a dozen every Friday. So it'll be definitely... It's a dump truck backing up. Yeah, I mean, every Friday. (laughs) And it's great, but, you know, when you're making these lists at the end of each quarter, man, it is is a ball buster. It really is. So um, without further ado, man, oh, we got to do my son's list. Your son? Yeah. Yeah. He got Wouldn't live that one down, would you? (laughs) Don't want to miss that. In between his hard studying, his focused studying, and his diligence of doing his homework and completing his studies he managed to put together this list which uh is a really good list actually he's got a really good really good list yeah so at number 10 when you found me by lucero number nine dirty damn tricks la maybe now keep in mind this is a 16 year old kid so this is his list number eight death by rock and roll pretty reckless number seven medicine at midnight foo fighters Number six, the Smith Cotson. Have to talk about that with him. That's a little low for him, so he may have to do some chores around <laughs> the house. Um, number five, Wolfpack by DeWolf. Great album. Number four, Cold Chamber by Cicada Stone. Number, my man. Yeah. Um, my number three, Carry On by Hunted by Elephants. Number two, Foreshadowing Desert of Talking Shadows, and number one. We will ride by Inglorious. Great list for the youth rocks. That's a great list. It really is. That's a great list. I wish I knew what that Smith Cotton sounded like, but that's a great list. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it was released in the first quarter, but yeah, someone decided not to listen to it. Um, anyway, that concludes our contributors um, and their list. So thank you all very much to the youth rocks, Anastella. Turbo Kai from the backwoods of Tennessee. Um, Rob in the Hood, Heavy Rock Show, Kaz at Heavy Rock Show, Terry, the 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 queen of the playlist, uh, Chris Preston at My Rock and Roll Tweets, Fossil Man, Skylabs, Rob in the Hood. Am I forgetting anybody? Uh, I don't think you are. All right. I think I got everybody. Trust me, if you did, they'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, and Christy, and Christy and Eagle. So, yes. And at number one, our number one picks here, here is the final pick for myself and Chris. Um, my number one is The Pretty Reckless, Death by Rock and Roll. And I love everything about this album. This album sets the bar for greatness in 2021, not just in the music, 
and the way the album was put together, but how the songs connect with each other. Because the album's theme is grief and mourning and how people go through the process. And if you dive into the lyrics and dive into the music, you see, you know, like when, when you begin the grieving process or the mourning process, everyone feels that sadness and that darkness. Um, but eventually you start to come out of it. And as you come out of it, the, the album kind of parallels to those emotions where you're in the dark, you're in the heavier stuff in the beginning. And as the music goes and the song lyrics continue, it gets brighter and brighter until yeah. the end of the album. And I love the concept of the, what they did. And I think that is so cool. And, um, you know, just a fantastic album by the pretty reckless. So thank you for that. And, uh, just, that's my number one pick. That's an, an awesome pick. Again, I, I, I'm kind of surprised that it only ended up at number five on my list. And clearly it was on num- a number of the lists from the contributors. So, uh, it's, it, it's that good of an album. Yes. What do you got? Um, uh, oddly enough, uh, or ironically enough, the, my number one pick was literally the first new album that I listened to in 2021. It was released January 1st. I heard it early in the morning on January 3rd. Uh, it's the debut album from a heavy rock trio um, out of Georgia. I found them on Bandcamp, uh, and it's the album Holding Time from Black Jack Mountain. I've listened to this album at least 30 times. Uh, it's got your classic rock groove. It's got the stoner rock groove. There's a little bit of like a swampy southern rock to it. Um and it's got phenomenal album art, <laughs> phenomenal album art. Um, but it's 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 a groove. It's just I I don't know if this is stone rock and I don't know if this is hard rock, but it's it's how it's classified. But it's it's ultimately it's it's awesome. Um, I think my my favorite song is Red Eagle. It's the third track, and it's it's a total hard rock track. But the second song, "What I Need," is really a stoner rock track. But um, um, it ends with a song called "Echoes of Time," and if you listen to the album, it kind of lulls you. It kind of it, it's hard charging, and then it kind of lulls you down. And song eight, song nine, and then you get to the last song, and it's "Echoes of Time," and it's kind of like this slow, quiet jam. And then suddenly, it just pops with like these heavy riffs through the end. It's it's awesome. I was really struggling between this and Cicada Stone and I had this in at the gym yesterday morning and I kept it in while driving home and it, I just I was like I've listened to this album 30 times I listened to it several times a week how can this not be my number one album um, it's awesome if you guys don't know it give it a shot I, I think you'll like it I hope you like it well I definitely gotta check it out because I have not listened to this band and I have not I think I know the name because you've mentioned them, you know, on DM and stuff, but I haven't really listened to it. So another one of your albums, I definitely got to listen to. And I want to, I want to give a shout out to Fossil Man because he had it on his list. Great pick, Fossil Man. Yes. Great pick. And to your son because he has the Cicada Stone. 
my my two favorite albums of the quarter. Somebody had them on. That's that's so awesome to me. It makes me feel good. <laughs> well, cool. Well, great list, Chris. Great list to all the contributors that sent theirs in, and we made it. We we did it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh man, I, 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 yeah, I, I just, I'm glad it's over. I will make a commitment to listen to the music that's released from Friday to Friday. I will, I will make that commitment because it is hard when you're cramming music and you're trying to listen yeah. to things. It is difficult because it you, you want to, you want to give it, you know, the music, the ability to connect with you. You want to give it that respect. Um, so I got to do better. Um, but I'm happy with my list. I'm happy with all the music that I picked. Your, your list is great. Yeah, that's, that's definitely what to be proud of right there. Well, thank you. Thank you. I, 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 am, I am interested to dive deep into your list because, man, I think there's like eight or nine albums that I have, did not know or have not heard. So um, I think the only ones that I've listened to are Scam and, well, The Dead Daisies and... Um, pretty reckless. Pretty reckless. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. It, 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 the, the one that I, I I think you would, I think everyone should listen to the the Kelvin Lamar organ trio. I think it's fun, but uh, I think you would really be glad. And, and um, off of your list, I am certainly looking forward to the Dust Coda and Fred Cotton. <laughs> the Dust, I mean, yeah, the Dust Coda is like you're listening to it like, man. They just took the next the next level. They went to the next level. So did Mason Hill. I mean, just great, great stuff from, yeah. from both those guys and uh, or both those bands. And um, you know, just Terry was great in introducing me to I think both bands. I think her or Anne turned me on to the Dust Coda, and I know Terry turned me on to Mason Hill. So yeah, same with me. Yeah. Well, all right, man. We did it. We completed it. I. I uh, <laughs> I feel like a great big weight is lifted off my shoulders and we only have 90 days left until we have to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the next one, it's going to be just oh as my bad. God. Oh my God. I mean, I mean, again, first world problems, but I mean, honestly, that cheap trick, dirty honey and machine, Greta Bay, sweet minefield, Kennedy, mammoth, if you will. I mean, it just goes on the treatment. Yeah, is Mammoth yeah, June or July? I think it, it's June. Okay, okay, Jesus, it's it's whatever that second Friday of June is. God, that's going to be oh, June eleventh. That's going to yeah. be that, that list next quarter is going to be a bitch. Oh man, yeah, it is. God, and, that's, and that's bitch, like, but a bitch. and that's like, <laughs> and that's like just what we know off the top of our head, right? Right, right. So, yeah, that's what we know as of like late uh, or late March. That's what we know. So what's going to come out within the next quarter in the next quarter? You know, I, it's absolutely insane. But, well, man, I, I can't uh, imagine me doing these episodes with anybody else. So thank you again for uh, being along for the ride and being part of the journey. No, thank you. This is fun. And, 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 and thanks uh, to everyone else who, who jumped in because it was fun to share the struggle with them. It definitely <laughs> you know, was. So. It definitely was. Um, but uh, thank you. I, I, as always, I've had a blast doing this, uh, and I'm, as much as we joke about it, I genuinely look forward to the next one. Awesome, and I can't wait to do it. Once again, everybody, that's Chris Corradetti, the 
rule breaker, the addendum maker, <laughs> the spreadsheet, the spreadsheet maker. It's like, it's, isn't there like a like a fable? The the the, the baker, the whatever. Oh, the candlestick maker. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes, that's you. But no, I, I mean, I mean, the 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 most enthusiastic person I know that's uh, always listening to new music and sharing new music. So, thanks again to Chris. Once again, I'm Jay Scott. Thank you for listening. Check out all these albums. Embrace new rock music. Embrace the new wave of rock music. It is here. It is everywhere. And more is coming. Don't be a baby. Don't be Mr. Stompy Pants and Complainer. And stop my feet. I don't like new music. New music sucks. New rock music sucks. It doesn't. Stop being a relic and go out and listen and turn some young kids onto some rock music. Take care, everybody. We will talk again soon. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.